Hello, wonderful souls, and welcome to today's mini episode. So today is the 2nd of March, uh, 2022, right? And I'm recording this episode because I really, really want to touch on a subject on the subject known as thrownness. And I feel like it's so important to touch on this subject just based on the recent events. We are inundated with the war in Ukraine, um, with the Russia-Ukraine war that's happening right now. And prior to this, we were inundated with the coronavirus stuff and the death toll and the death count. And I mean, it was it's been pretty intense. I think the last two years have been so intense, right? And on top of this intensity, we just I feel like we're just coming over that. Now, depending when you're listening to me in the world, things could have been very different for you. So if you're living in Canada, you know, it was pretty intense. If you're living in Australia, it's been pretty intense. If you're living in the UK, it's been semi-intense. You know, we had lockdown measures, but generally they were not so heavily enforced, if that makes sense, like other countries. So to some degree, although we felt the ramifications of um, coronavirus and the measures were put in place it wasn't as severe say if you're living in some parts of the country where you literally needed permission to leave your house and likewise <clears throat> many people living abroad and many people living in many African countries to be fair their days and months went pretty much uninterrupted apart from maybe the um, tourist industry when a lot of people are relying on the tourists coming in that was impacted in that way. So even if you're not impacted by the corona directly, as in you got ill or your family members got ill or you've lost some family members, there was a secondary ramification, which was maybe the cost of living going up and just things not being able to earn an income because things like the industry that you're in has been impacted by the coronavirus. But anyway, that will make sense when I speak about the concept of thrownness and you'd understand why um, I've brought up this topic on top of so now I'm putting the two together you had the coronavirus and now we're having the war in Ukraine now I'm gonna go back and talk about the concept of thrownness and I've often discussed this and if you hear many of my interviews I tend to bring this up a lot uh, this concept of us being thrown into circumstances and situations right so the concept thrownness was coined by German philosopher. His name was Martin Hedger. Uh, so that's H-E-I-D-E-G-G-E-R. And he lived between 1989 and to 1976. Pretty long time ago. Anyway, so what Martin essentially said, he said um, he described humans' individual existence as being thrown into the world. As in when you're born, you're literally thrown into the world. What he essentially meant was that these things and circumstances in your life that you did not choose or you did not pick, but you were rather thrown into them, right? You had no say, no choice in them. But nonetheless, they played a huge role in shaping who you are today. What you might be wondering, Marion, what are these things? You might have even questioned me in the past. Well, let's start with your parents right? You did not pick your parents, okay? Your parents came with particular baggage. They came with their own traumas. They came with their own way of viewing the world. And the way they view the world through these lenses 
they parented you, they raised you up based on the lessons in which they view their world. And if they had traumas with them and healed trauma, especially if they were carrying baggage of trauma that they have not processed, that will be seeped into how they, uh, they, um, they showed up as a parent to you, right? You did not pick your siblings. Now, we all know siblings can be raised in the same home and they could turn out very differently. They could respond different, differently to um, different stresses in the environment, right? I'm sure you and your siblings are very different from each other, right? You did not pick your extended family members. You did not pick your genetics. You did not pick your geographical location of your birth. You did not pick where you grow up. You did not pick your neighborhood. You did not pick your gender. You did not pick your parents' financial and social economic status, right? You did not pick your parents' class. We're born into class system. I think we can well establish now, no matter where you are in the world, even if you can some, say something third world, even if within a third world, let's say third world, whatever that means, there's still people who are classified completely low class, middle and upper class, whatever that is, social classifications. But just for the sake of context, I, I put it there, right? You didn't pick your race. You didn't pick your religion. Most importantly, and other things, you did not pick the political climate of where you're born at the time. You did not pick the social norms. <clears throat> you did not pick the era that you were born into, right? You did not pick your parental's mental health if they had it. There's none of these things you picked, but you rather were just thrown into them. And then since then, you've been trying to navigate life through these things. Now, what happened to the thrownness? You're thrown, you're thrown to these things, and these things create your emotional blueprint. Think about when an architect, they give you a blueprint of, of what your house is going to be like. They, they go through that blueprint, and you can see the plans, the master plans on paper. That's essentially your thrownness. It was the master plan of constructing you of who you are today as a person, right? Now, say, for example, you grew up in a household where you experienced rejection and abandonment and neglect and maltreatment, okay? They're called adverse life experience that you went through. Think about the way they would have shaped your emotional blueprint as a person now. Think about that for one minute. And your emotional blueprints is embedded deeply in your subconscious mind. Now, what do I say about the subconscious mind? I say the subconscious mind is we, our behavior, our responses and reactions to many things that we do on a regular basis is determine our subconscious mind. It's not even so much about conscious mind, it's literally our subconscious mind. Now we have to think about if our thrownness was a little bit faulty in some of the elements that we were thrown into was not conducive to um, a healthy development of it, a healthy emotional development. Think about the the type of wiring that would have done to your mind on a neurological level. So now you are adult, you're finding yourself, yourself stuck, you wanna make change, but you find that you cannot do. You've created a narrative about yourself, you've created this limited belief about yourself, and you're wondering where it's coming from. But what I wanna say is that all these things that create our emotional blueprint, we, we create lenses from the emotional blueprint. We create these lenses in how we view our world from these, emotional blueprint that we have 
So what does this mean for us? It means that when we want to make a change, we have to start acknowledging of the thrownness that we have, but also acknowledging that much of it we had no say in. For example, now there's a child born in Ukraine or Russia, they have no choice. They're born into war as we speak at the moment. I always say sometimes we don't have a choice in the thrownness that we're in, but as adults, we have a choice. But here's the thing, at any given time, even where you're in, you could, we're still gonna be constantly being thrown into things. And this is why I say we always have to try to build a mental cushion and resilience in order to try to pivot or to overcome them because these things are gonna happen, right? Adversity is gonna come our way. So imagine what emotional blueprint right now is constructing for a child who is parents, or oh, they have to flee to go to a different country now with very few things and their, their houses and accommodation being reduced to ashes, okay? Or if you are one of those unfortunate students um, of African and Asian descent and you having a hard time crossing to safety um, because you've been segregated. All that is a thrownness, okay? So what I mean is that we are thrown into circumstances. We are thrown into a political climate. Oh, right now in Ukraine and Russia, that's a hell of a political climate at the moment, okay? And it can have a long lasting effect. Not can, it will on the future generations to come. Now, there are people right now who are not in Russia or in Ukraine, right? Some people like us in, in the UK, we're not affected by what's happening, but we're gonna have the secondary effects. For example, the economy, things might become a bit more expensive, rising energy prices, knowing that there's, um, you know, the Russia controls much of the energy that comes into Europe. So that's gonna be that thing that's gonna make things really expensive. So we might not be there to suffer the full consequences of bombs over your head, but there are going to be wider ramifications for all of us, right? So all these things do shape us who we are today, okay? And with our thrownness, because it's created our emotional blueprint, and our emotional blueprint is deeply embodied in subconscious mind, and much of our behavior, the way we think, the way we behave, is dictated by our subconscious mind, okay? So when you try to make a change, number one, give yourself grace, give yourself patience, give yourself time, because you're trying to chip away from a block that's so heavily embedded that you're only trying to implement something new. Your brain is going to say, well, we don't really want to do that, even if it's good for you. And this is why most people, you wonder, you might say, well, I know I need to exercise. Why am I not exercising? Because your emotional blueprint somewhere, you might think it's not worth it, Right or the motivation is not even there. So what I mean is that at any given time, we can be thrown into things. And sometimes we don't always know how we're gonna handle that. But another thing that I honestly believe is that as human beings, our brain is built for one thing, is built for our survival. On the heart of it, we're built for survival. You don't know how strong you're gonna be until you have no choice but to be strong, right? Everything is taken. Now you have no choice about to be strong. You're listening to me. You're going for family estrangement. You've had to be strong. You're trying to learn to overcome adversity. Estrangement is adversity that you were thrown into as well. Okay. So 
what does this mean? It means that even when you build resilience in one area, you still have to build resilience or mental cushion continuously. It's an evolving, it's a process. Our brains are built for survival. So even if a man don't understand what it might feel like to want to try to flee with bombs over your head, but I do know we have a, a kick response, which is a fight or flight. And when we kick into fight or flight response, we're allowed to, our brain finds a way to navigate out of danger, right? And sometimes it's a quick thinking, everything else shut down and you have to get out of danger. So I might not know what it would be that, but I also know we're a lot stronger than we are led to believe. We're a lot stronger than we think we are, right? Inside of you, there's an inner hero somewhere. Inside of you, there's somebody that's always tapping at you, reminding you a lot stronger, right? I know there's a lot of things around you that reminds you maybe you're not strong or maybe you cannot cope or you've got a weak coping mechanism. Don't entertain that. When that comes to your awareness, just question it and be like, what am I thinking like this? And of course, your brain's going to pluck out every single circumstance where you fell short in terms of responses, right? But remind yourself, and even if it's two or three elements, when you showed up and you, you had the right responses and you pivot on the other side, because our brain would always try to find confirmation bias. And if you're entertaining the negative side of the deficits of who you are, you're not going to have short of examples. After all, you've lived with you from the day you're born till now. You're not going to have shortages of examples of how you feel short in something. But likewise, you've also lived with yourself from the day you're born till now. You're not going to have short of examples where you've been a magnificent human being. This emotional person, this human this soul beautiful soul having a human experience anyway guys that is all for today's mini episode thank you so much for tuning in and i am so deeply grateful that you came so don't forget please rate the podcast give me a little rating give me those stars i like stars and um i'll catch up i'll catch up with you again in another episode don't forget to join my private Facebook group, Recover from Fragmented Families. And don't forget to join my um, private workshop that I do. It's a membership site. Um, and I try and hold the meetings every Friday evening. So guys, please do join, uh, be with like-minded people. Anyway, that is all for today. And I'll catch you, I'll catch you guys again soon. Take care. Bye.